Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we dive into the delicious word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for who you are, Lord, and for the strength that you have equipped us with, Lord, both spiritually and naturally, Lord, that you made a place for us to sit with Christ in heavenly places, Lord, and that you have called us to be your disciples, Lord, your sons and your daughters, God. We thank you for your awesomeness, Lord, and we thank you for the power of your might, Lord, and your strong right arm, God, that you use to guide us, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that you have given to those who will freely, Lord, that ask of you, Lord, that you give them wisdom. We thank you that he guides us into all truth and shows us things to come. Lord, we thank you for our partners and our listeners, Lord, that you're blessing them and that you're keeping them as well, Lord. You're causing them to excel and succeed, Lord, and you're causing their enemies to be at peace with them, God. So we just thank you for who you are and for what you've done, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I'd like to welcome you guys to Morning Bible Study. If you're in the Hampton Roads area, we'd love to have you. Um, just send us an email at a day of prayer, or you can find it on a, the website. Actually, it's Ministry at a Day of Prayer, isn't it? Ministry at a Day of Prayer dot org. Okay. Or you can yes, yes. just fill out a contact us um, form on the website, a day of prayer dot org. There you have it. Amen. Um, if you're blessed by this episode, I ask that you'll like it and that you'll subscribe on any one of these platforms that you can find us on and that you would share it with someone else so that they too can be blessed. Mm-hmm. Saying that, let's get into the word. Amen. Amen. So we are going to reread Acts chapter 3, verses 12 through 26. So can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, Charles. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us as though by our own power or godliness we have made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given this man perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in your ignorance, as did also your rulers, But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, he is thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, whom was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said to the fathers, 
the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as many as have spoken, have also foretold these days. Your sons are the prophets and of the covenant which God made with your with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, send him to bless you and turning away every one of you from your iniquities. Mm-hmm. Amen. So at this time, the floor is open for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. And then, of course, if you have any questions, please go ahead and ask them. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. Let's hear it. Okay. So back to verse 19, talking about the time of restoration. There were a few places in Scripture that I wanted to take you. Um, Time of refreshing or restoration? Uh, restorations in 21 and refreshing time of refreshing come that comes from the presence of the Lord is in verse 19. Well, that's the interesting part. Both refreshing also means that there's a restoration that has to come as well. And in restoration, that means there's also time of refreshing that has to come as well, because you can't restore something without refreshing it. Right. Like when we think of it new again. Yes. Like when you cut flowers, they put them in a fridge to keep them open so that they don't wilt and die from the heat. But if you were going to um, put that bouquet together, if you left it out in the heat, it'd be wilty and you couldn't really do anything about that to keep it from, you know, crumbling when you touched it. But if you put it in the fridge, you're keeping it refreshed and in a good condition. So with the Lord, when he brings restoration, he also brings refreshing. And when he brings refreshing, he also brings restoration. They go hand in hand. He's not a half done God. All right. Although humans can be mm-hmm. all right first up romans eight nineteen through 23 and my beloved brothers will you mind doing me a favor promise could you read second thessalonians chapter 2 verses 5 through 10 and la charles can you read second corinthians 5 1 through 5 for me thank you all right oh, scripture in second thessalonians Chapter 2, verses 5 through 10. I'm going to read Romans um, 8, 19 through 23, which says, For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to fertility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now not only that but we also who have the fruits of the first fruits of the spirit even we ourselves groan within ourselves eagerly waiting for the adoption the redemption of our body uh charles you're up second corinthians 5 5 correct five uh one through five for we know that if our earthly house this ten is destroyed we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed from our hab- 
habitual. Mm. Habitation? Habitation, sorry. That's okay. Got a bit muddled. Mm-hmm. Habitation, which is from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. We, for we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. All right. Promise? And it was 5 through 10, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Second okay. Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 5 through 10. Okay. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he is now... Only he who is... Only he who now restrains will do so until he's taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all powers and signs and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. Because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. I appreciated it. You're welcome. So, it was important to the Lord that he restored us into the fashion that we had, um, the relationship that we had with him before the world was, before the foundation of the world. As Dad mentioned um, in the last podcast in Jesus' high priestly prayers, as some would call it, that I am them and them and me and we are one. And that was Jesus' greatest desire. He wanted us to be returned, restored back into the place that with him that we had before sin entered the world. And with the because all right because the restoration takes time it's not an overnight thing like a snap of the fingers he brings refreshing as well because as mommy also said sometimes it hurts to take that thorn out of your side and to buffet your flesh and it may leave a, a few scratches and some bruises and god comes with restoration and refreshing to take that away so now that so now your eyes are solely focused on jesus and you can pursue him with all that you have which is also what he desired from the beginning you are not worthy to be my desire if you're not willing to give up all to follow me and so it was important to him and it should be important to us he desires our hearts and he desires us to pursue him with all of our effort energy as the first commandment was to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second was like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so within in Romans, when we read about the creation, how it was subjected to this period of testing and trialing, which is also something the Lord showed me. I asked him why we were, if he knew what people were going to choose, why would he put them here on the earth? And he said, well, it was to walk out their choice and it was to bring that process of restoration about so that everything could take place because without it it would be 
broken, if you will. We need this so that we can walk it out. We can see him and be. I wouldn't say join, but I'm thinking of another word. I just can't. So you're saying see him as he is? Yes. But so I have these other questions too. You mentioned oh, there are nondescript words like it, right? He's restoring it. What is it? Creation. Everything that he created that was messed up because of sin. So in that, would that not be what we have taught before on this podcast about he's restoring and cleansing the heavenly community? Yes. So that it can be restored? Yes. And and brought before him without spot, blemish, or wrinkle? Yes. Okay. Spirit, soul, and body before him, pure, blameless. Okay? Just yes. want to make it clear for for the, for all the listeners. But, yes. So continue, please. Um, and then we see that we also have an expectation and a hope. When we first ex- accepted Jesus, I know for myself, I felt excited. I was like, ooh, Lord, come come now. Come get me now. Now that I'm saved, y- you can go ahead and blow the trumpets because I know I'll be joining you in the sky. And he's like, wait, but I've got other people that I want to bring into the kingdom too. And I kind of had that moment like, oh, you did? Oh, okay. Well, I guess so. I, I suppose if you need this to be done, then I'll step out of the way, but make sure it's done quickly, right? But no, he said it's a process, just like healing a broken leg. It's not the next day after you see the doctor, boom, you're jumping and running around, unless the Lord performed a supernatural miracle. But most times it takes a process, a natural thing to heal and be set how it's supposed to. Then we look at Second Corinthians, and we we're talking about um, we're waiting for the adoption of God to be put into our holy habitation with him to come to the end destination and be joined together in the kingdom and the lord was just sharing with me how that was important also because i'm like well if you're gonna make a new heaven a new earth can't you just kind of clean this one up and call it good like erasing a dry race board or something and but it's got to be remade because the sin penetrated into it and now it spread into it. it wasn't just on the surface and that was done but it saturated it and now he's got to clean it all out so it would make more sense to you know redo it versus trying to spend extra effort trying to clean it up if you know what i'm talking about like uh well, well let's look at that in relation to us right mm-hmm. so when we uh I'll say receive him as he is, all right? He's, he is Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So when we receive him as he is, are we not a new creation? Yes. Okay. So we've been cleaned out, purified, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are there still not things in our lives that he is dealing with, right? Yes. Things that we need, we have learned that we need to unlearn or things that need to be uprooted or we need to be delivered from, And have all those things replaced with truth, which is him? Yes. But in that moment, we are still a new creature, a new creation. Correct. Right? We don't he doesn't go, Okay, I'm I'm making you new. Forming you out of dirt again. Right. Like that. So uh, I just think it's it's important that we understand that. Mm -hmm. He he when we receive him as he is, 
purifies us. Yes. Immediately. All right? Correct. He doesn't have to recreate Layla. Oh, man. Right? And and you start again from the womb, as it were. There is a spiritual element of you're born again. Mm -hmm. And as an infant, now you are learning and growing in him, in his name. All right? Yes. Okay. So just so the listeners can understand that a little, uh, I'll say a little easier. Mm. But, but that reminds me what you just said, Dad. When you told me this um, this past week, you were telling me about processes and the reason why you would explain things to me. Like, first it may be one thing and then you build upon the next. It was so that I could understand it, not just know the what, but why you do it. And why do you do it this way? What's the reason behind it versus just going, well, I know we wash our hands before we eat food, but never really understanding that it prevents bacteria and disease, if you will. And the Lord is like that with us, which is also why we're walking on the earth. So we learn why God is doing what he's doing, not just, no, the Lord's just doing it, uh, dust my hands off, and laying back on a bed of roses. And then finally, in Second Thessalonians, about the restraint of the lawless ones, because God is working on a timeline, there are certain events that have to take place first. Salvation, Jesus came the time he was supposed to and ascended when he was supposed to, and the Holy Spirit came when he was supposed to and is continuing to go until the Lord says, stop. It's time to move on to the next phase. And because we're in this phase with the Holy Spirit, our time of refreshing restoration, that's because after this is what some people would recognize it as the great tribulation and the, the, the time of intense trial. There has not been seen a time such as this, as in like time of Noah, mm. until now when it's supposed to happen. And we, the Lord was telling me that we need the rest while we have it. It may seem difficult for some people right now, like your finances or your marriage, and you're not seeing how this is going to work out, but trust that God has it and he's restoring and refreshing you so that you can stand. The armor was given up to us so we could stand. Stand therefore, having done all, which includes not only donning your armor, but taking the rest that God provided for you because it's equally as important if you're half asleep and your sword is falling out of your hand it would be just as bad as if you didn't have the sword at all because now you're not focused and you're not paying attention and that leaves room for the enemy to come in and steal kill and destroy which is what he's done from the beginning is doing now and is going to continue to do until he's uh thrown into the lake of fire with the bow on it as i say with the lord everything's all said and done and we're back where we were supposed to be so just it just struck me interesting that the lord took me on this trail amen thank you for sharing it Mm -hmm. so you're pulling that all kind of out of verse 20 where we are today is right x320 yes 19 through 21 okay just around that area Mm -hmm. can you wrap that up in a in a succinct sentence or two what really the, the God was showing you in that? I have to go back in for just a second. Um, 
if I was going to wrap it up in one sentence, I'd say it was like Ecclesiastes 3 says, there is a time and a season for every purpose under heaven, a time for these things. And right now we're in the time of, yes, preparation, but restoration and refreshing because we need it. So as Peter was speaking to them, the undercurrent message would be, yes, you crucified the Christ, but ultimately it was all part of God's plan. So now receive your refreshing and move forward and receive Christ through the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen to that. Amen. That is the message for every one of us. Every one of us. Yet we, we crucified Christ. I did it, but I've been forgiven. Amen. 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 You and everyone that will receive that forgiveness through faith, of course. Amen. Has yes. been forgiven. We must receive it and we must continue in it. Amen. Him being our God and we being his people. Right? Wasn't that what he said? Make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Well, this is. Uh, yes, we need to be restored and refreshed, or refreshed and restored, whichever way you want to phrase that, in order to grow, in order to be prepared, to be ready for his coming and his return. Absolutely. That's not uh, a body of weak and feeble people, right? But those that are strong in the Lord and the power of his might, that are moving forward with him. As a mighty army, the army of the Lord. Well, I would put a caveat to that. So, all right, brother. <clears throat> um, Promise had mentioned, uh, I think, on the previous podcast um, about um, a plant growing improperly. Right, that mm-hmm. the roots grow down, but the plant grows up. Right, the the, the part that pulls from the sun and gets the nourishment and all. Um, Thinking about plants, you know, it just it it made me think about you know the grafting in, mm-hmm. as we hear later, we are grafted in. Paul talks about being grafted in, yes. and um, grafting is painful. Absolutely, right. So there's 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 the um, as you were, if you really want to draw the analogy out, the in order to be grafted in as a branch, you must be uprooted. Mm-hmm. And your entire root structure must be cut away. And then the host plant must make a cut in itself, right? And that for you to have a place into the new vine, right? And then you have to get accustomed to that, right? And there's healing that takes place at that juncture. And there's new nourishment that's coming up through the existing root structure, right? Amen. Yes. Of, of being fed from the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and what he's teaching you and guiding you. So there is, there is discomfort and pain as all this begins. Mm-hmm. And that decision, that repentance, mm-hmm. right, is that that's that initial cutting away of the old. Mm-hmm. So we expose to a, a new f- refreshing part mm-hmm. of the branch so that mm-hmm. it can be grafted in properly. Amen. Yes. And, and what are we grafted into? Christ. The one true vine. The one true vine. Amen, amen. So there's also the, I'll say the replanting, right? Mm -hmm. Being rooted and grounded in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? That's why he tells us, make the tree good 
and it's fruit good also. Mm-hmm. Right? There's there's not a, a bad tree that can produce good fruit, nor can a good tree produce bad fruit. Right? Correct. That yes. is an impossibility to produce bad fruit if we are rooted and grounded in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so just, just connecting the scriptures, it says rooted and grounded in love, but Amen. God is love, so Christ is love, so it's being rooted and grounded in him. Amen. Amen. And, and that should be the focus for each and every believer. If we're rooted and grounded in him, if we are planted then in our God, and we are his people, then we should be unshakable. Right? Isn't that yes. what the Lord was saying about uh, well, Elijah, but John the Baptist? What did you expect to find? A reed shaking in the wind? No, he was saying he was solid. It was like an oak, right? Yes. Immovable, insh- unshakable. He was rooted and grounded in God, in our God. He is an example, right, of his people. So, it's something we, we should all observe, and not just observe it, but apply it to our lives, our life. For my, It's me, for, for my life, and you for your life, right? Yes. yes. And the point and purpose is that we bear much fruit, and that that fruit would remain. Amen. To right. the glory of God. So that the Amen. Father, or uh, he says it, so my Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and that your fruit remains. Amen. So. Just, you keep jumping in there, but I just, um, I, I picked this up somewhere a long time ago. I can't remember where it was, but um, you also must remember that if we are to bear fruit, mm-hmm. that the fruit is no good for the original vine. So we keep going back to refreshing. So it provides refreshment and nourishment for others. Right. Right. So Absolutely. the vine itself isn't eating its own fruit. Right. It's so good to it, really. Right. It's just provided for others, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The, the benefit of a fruit tree is not to be so that the, the fruit can drop on the ground and rot and go back into the soil and cause the tree to grow. Mm-hmm. The benefit is to provide nourishment, refreshing, mm-hmm. refreshment, right, whatever, mm-hmm. for others. Exactly. Amen. 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 But it brings us right back to what we were saying or discussing in an earlier episode about uh, the promise brought up with um, about disciples, right? And the blind leading the blind. What the Lord said right after that statement was, a disciple is never greater than his teacher, but when perfected will be like his teacher. Amen. Well, our teacher is, is God, is our God. He's literally teaching each and every one of us through his Holy Spirit who takes from the Father and discloses it to us. Amen. So, we, which is why the Lord also says in, in Romans, to be conformed, that we would all each be conformed to the image of His Son, Christ Jesus. Not just Amen. in appearance, but in word and deed, in spirit and truth, and how we live out our lives Amen. before Him. Amen. 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 Well, uh, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for making it where the gifts you have given us is perfect. Mm-hmm. Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us the gifts so that we can use it for your purpose. 
In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mm-hmm. mighty name, amen. And amen. Lord, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.